Aren't you about tired of listening to sports shows with all the woke bullshit? So are we. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. And now, here's Eric, Angela, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. Thank you for all those reviews. Chris is here at HQ with me shoveling coal in the old firebox. Coach's at the lake. Angela's, uh, is that a Bob Euchre shirt you got on there? That's nice. Oh, yeah. Just a bit outside. That's right. John is absent. Be aware, I have extended an invitation to our friend AK over at the Millie Goats podcast. He may join us. Nice. Yep. Got to have a ringer. Uh, we have to get, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff. You know, everybody knows there's no dead zones in the sports calendar. They're only lazy people. Uh, they were, t- the Millie Goats were talking about a fishing tournament. There was some crazy shit going on. Look up the big rock fishing tournament down there in North Kakalaka. That's some wild stuff. We don't have any fishing tonight, but we do have baseball history, NBA free agencies, track and field. Why not? course aaron Rodgers is out there singing the praises of hallucinogens he's always doing that did you guys know that we're possibly doing the hardest job in the world during his appearance on the pardon my take podcast travis kelsey was talking to big cat and pft about uh being a podcaster and he said quote it's the hardest job in the fucking world to keep coming out with content that people want to hurt want to hear People often say things to us like oh my goodness you work full-time jobs and somehow also do podcasts you guys are heroes. And while that may be true, we choose not to look at it that way. But it did make me feel, you know, the sentiment made me feel good. Yeah. Have you ever seen the NFL season or the NFL offseason? This shit writes itself. Looks rigorous. <laughs> Too many people don't have a guy that keeps us in business. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You got, you got way more players than guys out there. That's your problem. Coach is out at the lake. What lake you at? Well, you don't have to tell the people what lake you're at, but uh, fish? I mean, I don't mind. There's you can come on out and see me. I'm at 10 killer, Lake 10 killer. <laughs> nice. What are you doing out there? Fishing, skiing, just jumping in it. Just uh, at it. Working. No, man. My, my family is they, they, they're all doing the thing at the lake and everything. I'm, I'm really just working on schoolwork, trying to get finished. I've got, the 25th is a big day, 20, 25th. Then we're going to have the party yep. for Coach. Yep. Skip's here. Now it's a party. So now, we Skip. now we got the Panhandle State well represented. We're somewhere, at least 50% Panhandle State. Somewhere there's a well-worn MAGA hat that, that, that Skip's rocking. <laughs> yep. There's a little fray on the end of the bill just, just to let oh, you yeah. know he's had that thing. He's probably got a fishing hook on it or something. Yep. Love them fishing hook clips. Guess what? Simone Biles is back. Remember uh, she had the twisties where you forget how to spin or you lose your your uh, equilibrium, your orientation. 
whatever yeah. it's called, your true north. Seems that has been defeated, and for the first time since Tokyo 2021, she's back up on the beam. She was probably inspired by friend of the show Ainsley's now famous Indianapolis performance in which she fell and got right back up. Simone says she feels great physically. Emotionally, she's doing much better. It's very clear Larry Nasser really messed these girls up, and he should burn in hell for that. I'm not That's sure crazy. if... I think that maybe um, also she might have been righted by her own inner courage. But since her husband plays for the Packers, it could be cheese curds. You don't know. Could be. Yes. She is now married liquid to courage. A few Bloody Marys. Yeah. You. They got all the vitamins and minerals. <laughs> she is now married to Packers safety. Jonathan Owens. She's oh, headlining really? uh, the gold over America tour. It's like a traveling gymnastics tour. And we're likely to see her competing for gold in France next year. If France is still there. Speaking oh of no. track and field, uh, the Belgian shot putter. She is the ultimate teammate. This is the best. This is the kind of stuff that when I see I'm like, damn, I'm glad I have a sports podcast so I can talk about yeah, this. I love her. Um, maybe you've seen it shared on, on social media by those feel good accounts that only share videos of puppies and baskets or soldiers surprising their kids at school. Uh, this is an inspirational tale of what it means to be a teammate during the European championships in Poland, the Belgian team had suffered back injuries to two of their hurdlers and they're facing disqualification. If they couldn't produce enough hurdlers to participate in said race, that's when shot putter Jolien Boomquo stepped up in the big moment moment and said, he kept it. That's Dutch for I got this. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, she yeah. got out there. She lined up against these beanpole hurdler chicks and did her her level best. She kind of would shuffle up to the hurdle, step <laughs> over it, shuffle up to the next one, and step over it. She didn't finish, you know, second. <laughs> she finished last, but she was awesome. And she didn't knock any over. I was like, just don't knock any over. Like, that'll be even more badass. <laughs> Yeah, she's awesome. Go find the video. It's the best thing you'll see today. So how do you say that in her language? Should we put that on a t-shirt? Hell yeah, we should. It. That needs yeah, to be. it's nice and short. I-K-H-E-B-D-I-T. He kept yeah. it. I got Google. it. Google's not all evil. It tells you how to say stuff in Dutch when you need it. It, could, it should say he kept it or whatever that is. And then it said bitches underneath. We should like, like, <laughs> like. Church it up a little. I like it. Yeah. Uh, zhuzh it up. Yeah. Christian Yelich is back. Chris, did you see this? Did you hear about this? He just hit a three-run dinger yesterday. In May, he, uh, he slugged 466, eight extra base hits. No big deal. In June, he rose that number to 485. Home runs are starting to come. He's got 10 now. He hit 311 during the month of June. Since May 2nd, he's hitting 298. Switching back. He switched his uh, batting stance. Something with his toe. He tapped when you his toe. Uh, when you shatter your kneecap, it happens. Like, oh my god! So Imagine the pain. Uh, oh my god! No. Yeah, I think that is so crazy because some players get faced with like the adversity of an injury, and that like changes up your whole body equilibrium, right, and your timing and how your muscles are maybe. Um, have like rehabbed to be stronger or not around certain areas but also too i feel like when you're doing something over and over and over sometimes you can get lazy and sloppy with your form and you don't know it like you think you're doing it the same 
It's just, I think it's really interesting. I mean, that's what happens with me in my golf swing. I'm not a professional. I'll tell you. It's so crazy. Coach could probably speak to this a little bit more, but baseball can be very mental. And and once that happens and you felt that pain and it's in the back of your head, it's, 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 it's hard to get back in that batter box and be the same guy you were before. Or girl. It's, it's a ton. I mean, these guys, if they're in the MLB, like they have swung that bat a few times. Yeah. They understand the mechanics. Now it's mental. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, coach? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I think baseball mental more than a lot of sports, but yeah, no, I, it, it takes a while. Anything disrupting an, an athlete in baseball takes a while to get back. It's like coach always says that you could take a baseball player like that's that's athletic and he can get him in a football uniform and he can find a spot for him on the team. But that doesn't reverse itself. You can't yeah. get a really athletic football player and just stick him in the batter box. That's exactly right. You can take different. You can, yep. Yeah, you can replace them in, in any sport and, and they can compete, but it's not the opposite. No, hitting a baseball is reportedly the hardest thing to do. I saw a video recently that broke down how much time you have. It's milliseconds. When you take out the time it takes your eyes to recognize the spin of the ball and the time it takes your brain to tell your arms to swing, you only have like, I don't know, a quarter of a second or something to make the actual decision. The New York Mets making all the wrong decisions. Seven and 19 in the month of June, they have a $350 million payroll and they're like seven games under 500 in New York. Outstanding. Word is AK is available. Hey, nice hat. How you doing? <laughs> AK of the Millie Goats podcast. Go subscribe to that. Hey. The life, the lifeblood of our uh, podcast is making the cut. That's where it starts. <laughs> actually make the damn cut i'm sorry excuse me yeah Just make the damn cut make the damn cut that's step one i'm covered in sand so a lot apologies. of beach for you this weekend a lot of beach uh me and the kids just going down there and that is an absolute uh that's a zoo to be honest when i'm by myself because they they want to run to the ocean and then i have to chase them and then the other one goes the other way so of quite an adventure oh so. man that sounds exhilarating. Sounds yes. like a very relaxing day. I remember when I was younger and I would go to places like Great America or whatever, and I would see parents with their children on like phone cords, like those cord things. And I'm like, that's horrifying. That's so hard. Yeah. You, you have gotta... your own and you're like, oh, yeah, that person totally was way ahead of the game. <laughs> AK, AK has Cadillac problems. Most people are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yes, I live on the beach, but I mean, have you ever tried to have children on the beach? Yeah, I mean, I mean come on. Have you ever, you ever had them? You know, whenever you're going down there and you're pulling out all your stuff, and you got to truck it all the way across the sand and sit there in the sand and watch the ocean and listen to the waves. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, you it can't. Sounds, <laughs> sounds you can't understand the oppression. <laughs> right. It's so bad. I listened to your show last week and I thought these guys are having so much fun playing DFS. I'm going to try. I got ninth place with five guys only who made the cut. That was wild. Yes. That's a good lineup. Awesome. I'll tell you what, I listened to the plus money show and I was like, you should, then I saw your lineup. I was like, those guys must know what they're talking about. They must know golf. (laughs) (laughs) I think they do. That was awesome. They crushed it this week. Yes. Yes. Ricky just won that too long ago. Yeah, it was so long time coming. I'm super excited and happy for him. I'll be interested. Yes. To well deserved. Uh, finally, did you did you see what happened to him on Friday? 
No. He had to uh, he had no. to hurt he had to hurry up and speed. Was it Friday or Thursday? He had to speed up his uh, round because because of the rain. He had no the facilities. Oh, he had to use the facilities. If you <laughs> listen to his his no, speech, I so I awesome. so obviously the next joke would be Ricky Bowler, right? Oh my, about- <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> it's a hell of a oh. motivator, I guess. <laughs> Hey, you got here just in time to talk about uh, the LSU alcoholics. Congrats to the Tigers in their college the World series. Uh, the fans brought a playoff mindset to the bars as well. Those SEC schools, <laughs> they drink on a level that would concern even a resident of Wisconsin. What? Last year, we had the uh, Jello shot board, I believe, which they record every shot, every Jello shot that each fan consumes. Uh, this year, they consumed a customary 50,000 jello shots. Do you eat a jello shot or drink it? Yes. Mm. In addition to their 50,000 shots, they also drank a portion of Nashville dry, which is saying something. And they also completely tapped a downtown Atlanta Marriott. So they're, you know, coordinated efforts around the country, I guess. Mm. I feel like that's like an oyster though, right? A jello shot. Yeah, similar. I'm not a big fan of oysters, but and for the life of me, I can't understand why, since they're the Jello Shop champions, Jello Shot, why they have not spelled it J E L L E A U X. Ah, yeah, I mean, awesome. come on, there's your next shirt, Louisiana. buddy. They probably <laughs> <do in> Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's an E A U X down there. Yesterday was Bobby Bonilla Day every year on the July the first. Bobby Bonilla walks to the end of his driveway to find a check for $1.19 million in his mailbox. He got the Baltimore Orioles, too. Don't forget, they're on the hook for $500,000 every year. Uh, this contract has inspired others to work out similar deals, and I don't know why you wouldn't. You see what happens to some of these guys. Just watch that uh, that 30 for 30 broke. That'll mm. let you know. Uh, Bobby has 12 more years on his deal. He'll get these checks until he's 72 years old and it's guaranteed growth rate of 8% annually. So he's turning wow. six mil into like 30. It's the and greatest fourth contract ever negotiated. In the absolutely. I learned yesterday. That's why we make that, it a holiday, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's one of the great things like among sports fans, if you're a real sports fan, you know what Bobby Bonilla day is, but if you're casual, you really don't. I think it's a good indicator of where people are at. Um, I heard yesterday. Somebody wrote a funny um, little precursor in their article. I'm just going to read this. It's pretty funny. A 60-year-old retiree in Florida just received $1.44 million from a company that he hasn't worked for in 22 years. (laughs) That was him. (laughs) (laughs) When you put it that way. Is that the opposite of the Bitcoin contract right now? I think so. Boy, right. you don't want to have a you don't want to be one of those clever guys with the Bitcoin contract right now. No, I don't no, think it's that, I think it's still under thirty thousand. I was genius for a minute. Yep. <laughs> I guess uh the Mets weren't too worried about the deferment and it growing over time because they just made some sweet investments with Bernie Madoff. So they were about to be oh, rich. No. <laughs> I've seen that documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Yelich actually called Dennis Gilbert, the genius agent who did Bobby Bonilla's deal to figure out how to keep getting paid until 2040. So we'll be on the hook. We'll be, we'll be celebrating Christian Yelich day until we're, I don't want to calculate how old I'll be at that point. <laughs> and then this 
Barry Bonds, the 58-year-old retired baseball murderer, recently earned his blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu from black belt John J. Gennaro at Evolve Training Center in South San Francisco, California. On Thursday, they posted a video of it on Instagram. He looks skinnier these days. It's almost <laughs> like he's changed his regimen or his uh, diet. Right. Keto, maybe. Did he? Yeah. Wait, is there an asterisk beside the blue belt or no? Is this? Is... <laughs> right. Ooh, I was waiting for <laughs> Is that a real blue belt or? Does this mean oh, that he is he in the running now to go after Elon Musk and and maybe, maybe. like Zuckerberg? Like he could get in that whole thing? Their maybe. little showdown they're gonna have. I saw Elon Talk tweet that. that the fight could be in a coliseum, so maybe it's actually gonna happen. Mm. I think we're gonna be disappointed in this fight. It's just maybe he'll be the nerdy. pre-show. Maybe That's he'll be the pre-show. Saying. He'll go and hit home runs in the coliseum. Ah, <laughs> that's as Americans it gets right there. Uh, more baseball, MLB history on Wednesday night at Ring Central Coliseum. I don't even know what Ring Central is. So, is it worth money? Is it worth all the money you spent sponsoring a stadium if I don't even know what your product is? Anyway, in that stadium, Yankees right-hander Domingo German threw the twenty-fourth perfect game in baseball storied history against the Oakland Athletics who lost 11 to zero. It took him 99 pitches. If it's possible to cruise to a perfect game, he did. He only took it to three balls twice, and there was no near, no need for a stellar defensive play behind him. That may be a first. Every no-hitter has that diving grab or the reach over the fence, or the, one impossible defensive play has to happen for you to get a no-hitter, let alone a perfect game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's that, a team effort usually. Definitely. He was having a rough go at it too. I was I was watching that, and the 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 two starts be, before that, he had been yanked by like the third inning. Seventeen mm-hmm. runs in five and one third over his previous two starts. Yep. <sighs> Crazy. Is, is that the twenty fifth no hitter or perfect game though? Do you remember the old uh, Detroit Tigers debacle? <sighs> yeah, that was rough. That that man was out by a foot and a half. Yeah. I can still see it in my brain, the gap between his foot and the base. And he's hunting. Oh, I had no idea that they'd been since 2012 since that happened. I guess yeah. because of that. So that's wild. That Mr. Germain is the first Dominican to throw a perfect game. It's the most lopsided perfect game of all time. Matt Cain won 10 nothing, but most of them are like 6 nothing, 5 nothing. The average score of a perfect game is 3.5. There have been seven one-run perfect games. I found a chart of the likelihood of rare MLB single-game feats. Two grand slams in one inning, rarest thing ever. It's only happened once. Uh, Three hits in one inning, three times. Two grand slams, 13 games. Perfect game lost on the 27th batter. That's happened 13 times. Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) Uh, Four home runs. By one player, that's happened in 18 games. That's crazy. Wow. Then 24 perfect games, 114 immaculate innings, 319 no-hitters. That's one every 739 games. Hitting for the cycle, slightly more common, 343 times. Mm. Alec Manoa. Do you know much about Alec Manoa, uh, AK? I heard he was he was talking about how good he is or something because people seem to think he, he deserves to get shelled like he has. Um, his first start in the Florida complex league against the Yankees rookie ball team. He gave up 11 runs on 10 hits over two innings. 
not great home runs in there. No, get humble. Not great. That's a humbling experience. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what his problem is. They asked him about pressure, and he said pressure is something you put in your tires, which isn't entirely true. It's air, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Sure, something your tires have as a result of air. You can't take he was, anything he says seriously if he doesn't understand that. He was transferred to the New Hampshire Fisher Cats on Saturday. Believe it or not, there's a lower level of baseball than the Florida Complex League. Hmm. You think he'll do well there? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> What's he, who's he playing? If if he's dropping below rookie ball, is he playing like prospects who might get drafted, like high school kids, travel like ball teams? Now somebody we need to follow. Yeah, the bananas would tee off on Alec Manoa, I think. Do some obligatory hockey talk. Uh, The 14-year-old Connor Bedard is drafted number one. Boy, he needs to fill out. He looks like a child. He does look Mm. like a baby, but so did uh, Kaner when he was drafted, too. They all look Mm, like him. And uh, Hughes. Hughes, when New Jersey drafted him, (laughs) he looks like he was about 14 years old. The hockey guys were saying he's never been laid out before. Like, he's never taken a real big hit. And he's going to experience that in the NHL. Absolutely. We hope. We'll see how he reacts to that. They better get some enforcers. Yeah, right. If, if they don't start changing him. the rules, you he's know, behind them. Yep. Oh, I hope he's not a Sidney Crosby type. Oh, gosh. We don't need Actually, another one. We made out like bandits for the draft. John and I are going to be pretty annoying for a while. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to run away with the cup, but we got a couple of good guys on the team. I'm just They'll saying. be competitive. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oliver Moore, right? That's a, a great mm-hmm. ad. We have, there's some guy that they picked up named Marcel. Marcel, did you see that? No, but I love that. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> They're making, people are already making uh, Seinfeld, like Rochelle, Rochelle. Yes, that's what I was trying. I was like, well, there was yeah. something else with that name on it. Right. I was trying to come up with something, but all I had was <laughs> Sir Han, Sir Han. And I'm like, you can't do a lot with that, Eric. Just keep it. Duran, Duran. Is that one? <laughs> that's what somebody's like. I'm going to play Duran, Duran music. I'm like, I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> the Coyotes players all showed up in matching red blazers. Not sure what that's about. Um, that was kind of the most interesting part of the draft. No real trades, no real intrigue. The ducks took a different guy at number two than everybody thought, but that's what the ducks do. They, they make the wrong decisions. Chris's team. Um, There was a, I saw a new logo for the ducks that looked pretty cool. It was like a meaner duck with like a snarl type face to it. It still looks Disney, but it's cooler. One guy showed up. Oh no, that was the NBA draft. The guy showed up dressed like a Ruby slipper. That was wild. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Grady Dick. Does he have no friends who are going to tell him not to do that? The biggest question I had was, was that turtleneck a turtleneck or was it a dickie? Because if he's Grady Dick, he has to be wearing a dickie. I don't know why he would ever wear a turtleneck when he could right. wear a dickie. Yeah. Right. So. Any <laughs> opportunity you have to wear one, you should. Did you guys see the guy who who got picked last? No, the big story was he was sitting in his seat the entire time because he didn't want to leave just in case they were going to call his name. And sure enough, they called him last. And so now he has like Brady syndrome, which is like Rudy. Like I'm going to Brock Brock Purdy. Yes, they are. Exactly. They're referencing Brock Purdy. So they're like, we're going to expect great things out of this young man. His name is (laughs) Brock Purdy ruined Mr. Irrelevant for everybody. Yeah. (laughs) 
Also, the NHL says they will no longer be doing these uh, specialty cause jerseys. They're out of the cause business. Commissioner Gary Bettman said, I I suggested that it would be appropriate (laughs) for clubs not to change their jerseys and warm-ups because it's become a distraction and taking away from the fact that all of our clubs in some form or another host nights in honor of various groups or causes. We would rather those groups continue to get the appropriate attention rather than be a distraction. So we'll still have Pride Night and Star Wars Night and 80s Night. Just, you know, the players aren't going to be dressing up like Rainbows or Darth Vader. And you'll just have to be okay with that. <laughs> There's got to be a got to be a backlash from what happened last year, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was, and I'm sure Bud Light put the nail in that coffin. Which it was a real... We can thank them for that, at least, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a real read-the-room moment, oh I think, God. when they tried to come in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, James that, Harden. Go ahead. <laughs> James Harden wants a trade. And there so does Dame Lillard. Uh, front runners seem to be the Clippers for Harden and the Heat for Damian Lillard. But I heard somebody else was, oh, the Celtics were recruiting Damian Lillard too. So we'll see. Guys, I got to bounce. I'm sorry. All I'm right. I'm about to lose internet here anyway. All right. Have a good one, coach. All right. See you, see you later. later. Come to school. Thanks. NBA free. How long is it going to take coach to turn off his phone? Let's get a pool going. <laughs> I was like, please, please don't. Never mind. <laughs> okay. NBA free agency. These people are getting tons of money. Um, LaMelo ball got a max 260 million from the Hornets. The Pacers gave all-star Tyrese Halliburton. 260 million some dude named desmond bain got 207 million from memphis 76ers signed pat beverly to a one-year contract you always want to get pat bev in there to stir shit up (laughs) brooke lopez jay crowder and chris middleton are all staying in milwaukee that makes me happy that makes me think that uh Giannis told them he's going to stick around for a little bit Former Buck Dante DiVincenzo. Did he play for anybody else besides the Bucks yet? I know we drafted him, but he Did went he to the Knicks the, for 50 mil. Golden State? Wasn't he with that Golden State? Was. I knew he left for somewhere. I don't know why I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why. I just. That's awesome. I, maybe because he thought he was like, that guy looks like he'd play on Golden State, but I don't <laughs> know. Have a sports podcast. We just hear all these numbers and some <laughs> of them stick. Right. <laughs> Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell stay with the Lakers. The Heat traded Victor Oladipo to OKC, and that is basketball. When John Dylan Brooks, back, right? To, uh, it, didn't Dylan Brooks go somewhere? He was the, uh, the guy with guy. the mouth. Yeah. yeah. I imagine he went somewhere. You want to get him out of town. I don't <laughs> know why you'd bring a guy like that in. He, he got good that? money, too, from what I said. I don't know how. Again, I don't know where I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like 80 million. That's the sport to be good at. Like if you could pick, you want to be good at basketball. Very yeah. low contact uh, cities. Yeah, you don't have to play every night. Huge paychecks. But that's what I don't understand. How do you, how do they keep getting these max contracts? I mean, is the NBA still doing well financially? China. Okay. <laughs> Comes from China. China. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is a fun July sports podcast question to ponder. I'm glad you're here. You're the poll guy. You're the you're the <laughs> sports question guy. What athletes of the four major sports, and Chris kind of brought this up earlier, what athletes do you think would be the best 
at all of the sports across the board. Like who could like what types of football by name? I, I would say hockey without right. Me too. Those, those guys can do anything. I mean, it's, they do play a lot of golf. They're physical, so they wouldn't have any problem on the, on the football field. Is there an answer to this, or am I just? Do we just? No, go? it's all it's all okay. up open to interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I, at first I, I would... was like, I went down the road where I was like, oh, like Tim Tebow, he was like a baseball football guy, and so was Bo Jackson. But like Tebow also can golf, so I was like, well, maybe, you know, Wait, Tebow golfs. He does golf a little bit. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. But but I agree. I think hockey players have the like the greatest stamina, and they're so their like dexterity is incredible. They have great hand-eye coordination, so I think they could mesh with baseball. Definitely, baseball's hard. Some baseball of the is very difficult. Those guys make like when they're they're skating past the goal at maximum speed, and they take the puck and like pass it through their legs behind them to somebody <laughs> way who they know is there. Like it, it's wild. The hand-eye coordination is there. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. like if if somebody's clearing one out of the zone, and it's it they've saucered it a little bit. They're able to slap it down at the blue line, just pick it right out of the air. That's keep a great play point. That's, I'm like, that's, 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 you know, being able to maybe see a 90, 80, 90 mile an hour fastball. Plus, they're physical. I mean, hockey would be, I think those dudes could handle it on about any sport. Now, if you take them guy, off skates, uh, no idea what they'd be like, but <laughs> yeah. I think your guy Panarin could probably hit a curveball. If you watch them train, they do crazy stuff. Like they really, really do. Their balance, the things that they do, is wild. Half their stuff before the game too is the soccer stuff. They they do the soccer juggling before the games in the locker rooms. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Yeah, Panarin could if unless it was in the playoffs, then he'd not be able to hit a curveball. Yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) I kept betting on that guy to have an assist, and he just would not do it. No, it's the playoffs. (laughs) Yep. Playoff P. I was thinking tight ends because tight ends are always naturally mm. good at basketball anyway, but the baseball thing. And then anybody who doesn't play hockey is probably not going to be good at hockey. You're not right. going to do that. Yeah. Right. I mean, either you can skate or you can't. And if you can skate, that's great, but it doesn't mean you can do all that stuff. Oh, boy. I would I would agree. So my vote's hockey. Hockey, guys. So consequently, J.J. Watt actually is a football player who – played hockey also growing up oh so ah. he also golfs so just saying but he, you, he was a hockey player before he was a football player i guess what you'd need to do is field a team of the athletes from each sport that you could think and then have them do like a dude perfect contest that would be awesome right yeah. now that's an idea that's let's a put a pin idea. in that and let's get to working on that that would be like that it. would be a lot of fun so you'd have tim tebow and jj watt from the NFL, and I'm sure there's some other guys. And then you field some hockey dudes, all the major sports, put them in an arena, dude perfect that thing, and then you settle the argument. Epic. I like it. Until YouTube TV got a hold of it or something, I don't know. But The dude perfect guys, they're on tour, and they're doing this shit live on tour, which defeats the theory of, oh, that took a million tries. (laughs) <laughs> you can't take a million tries if you're doing it in an arena from front of people. You got to right. get it in the first few. Yep. Yeah. So is it staged? Are they? My bro- my brother Tex just went to one of those too with his kids. He said it was pretty cool. So I bet I'm it'd sure be great if- to take the kids to, similar to a monster truck rally. 
Yeah. yeah. I, just, I was like, do they have favorite players or like, do they wear jerseys? Do you yeah. pick your favorite dude? Perfect guy. Or, and he said, yeah, you, they choose, they have colors and all that stuff. So I don't That's know. Cool. I have to put that on the list. Oh, Eric froze. Then we get to make fun of him now. <laughs> oh no, he's he's doing the old, almost like the uh, what's that guy, Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, right. I love it. That's so so I, yeah, I don't. There I, was I the think, dude perfect thing that your brother went to. Where was that? Uh, I think it was somewhere in Greensboro, Raleigh, Winston Salem, somewhere in there. But yeah, cool. He said he took the kids to it, and uh, it was it was pretty electric. He said it was enjoyable. So I don't, I think the, the, that they should do that with the pro athletes. I don't know how they would do that. Like get them all in one, pick your best five from each and send them out and do like a, an Olympics thing where they do something from each sport. Like, yeah. And that's, that's not a bad idea. And I wonder if they would be, I would imagine though, like if you think about it this way, um, it's likely that, I don't know. Do you think that they're, if they're active sports players, like, would you have to be retired or would your organization mm. be like, yeah, we don't want you getting hurt. Probably not a good idea. No. That's an interesting point. The retired thing. Yes. I don't know. You know, be hard. I mean, it'd be hard to line them all up because they all play in different seasons, but I yeah. think like you said, having the retired, you know, you don't think, you don't think Chad Ochocinco and Terrell Owens and some of those dudes wouldn't be chomping at the bit to do something like that. Oh my gosh, totally. I totally would. They'd be perfect for it too. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So, but yeah, I I mean, so what about, did you watch any of the golf or did you, or did you? Usually I do. I'll watch the, like everything, like the whole week. Well, I mean, not usually Thursdays, but usually I'm locked into Friday. I watch all of Saturday and I watch most all of Sunday too. Like I just, I don't know, I get glued to the TV and then I get to rooting for people. I'm, I'm always an underdog person. So I've been really hot on Ricky Fowler wanting oh. to win because it's been so long and he's such a great guy and you know, he's been getting better and better and he's almost won and he's almost won and, you know, and slipped away. And then, um, but I feel really weird about Rory. Like, I don't know what's going on there. And I mean, the guys talk about the, I mean, we have the golf podcast and they talk about it all the time. So we don't talk about it too much on our regular show here, but I really do. I, I, I'm just like, I want him to do better. And I just don't know what the deal is. And golf is so mental. So I just, you know, and sometimes it's not your time and guys have particular courses that they love and that they do better on and when that cycles you know and if you've missed that opportunity at your favorite course you know that probably is mental also oh um, yeah i mean i mean i was happy to see ricky get the win i i do have a you know there all these guys like ricky and rory and jordan spieth and justin thomas like you look back on what their life events have been happening they've been getting married and right. some of them are starting having kids. So like you look back at when all that stuff occurred and it's taken them about a year or two to adjust to get back to where they were. Don't get married. Yeah. Don't have kids. You need to be a winner. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying. You know, they're like the, they're the, they're the hottest thing on tour. And then, you know, yeah. they, I mean, like all of us, right. I mean, that was, this kind of my theory is like, you look back at Justin Thomas right now, I think he got married in November and he's, you know, the first year of marriage, first couple of years, like, you're having a blast. Like your, your priorities change. And so then they, you know, Ricky's found his way back. Yeah. Rory's found his. It isn't like they aren't there and it no. isn't that they aren't supported by their family. 
It's just an event, I think, that switches their mindset a little bit where, you know, yeah, reprioritizing. It's very, very crazy. But you're right. That's a pattern that I think, I don't know, I guess most people don't notice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to think about it because, I mean, that's what they do. They golf, you know. But I don't, you know, or did you did you happen to watch the match at all between Kelsey and uh, Mahomes? And yeah, I did. That's so did funny you? that you would ask because I did. <laughs> it was really cool to see them mic'd up, and um, I always like those kinds of things because then I can really dig into somebody's personality. You can see them on the field, and you see them doing what they're doing, and if they're leaders or not. And so I love that part of it to see, you know, how they really are in real life, if they're likable or not. And I don't know why that matters to me, but as a fan, it does. But it was cool to listen to them talk. And it was so cool that they were, you know, earning money for charity. And I just little by little, when I see those things, I start to like Patrick Mahomes a little bit more and more each time, which does that make you hurt inside? It does. <laughs> I was like, this guy's such a dork. Like he's so <laughs> and now he's much more palatable as I get to know him as being normal and not so you know, like some of those guys are so I'm just gonna say like douchey because that's a good term that people can relate to. But some of those guys are such a-holes and it was fun to see them all paired up together and they were all you know really having a great time and they're all pretty good golfers too and and actually it was really really hot so i know that they were like dealing with the heat and the altitude and so they were really good sports about the whole thing too i thought um yeah it was that was that's i don't know that's hot and altitude. were you shocked at the outcome that that mahomes and yeah. uh, <laughs> the just dummied them dummied them so crazy right yeah <laughs> It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm glad that I caught it because I didn't, it was not my intention to watch it actually. And I just stumbled on it. Like I forgot all about it. So it was cool that I accidentally got to watch most of it. Yes. I don't know if you guys heard my ponderings, my musings before I froze, but I said, didn't the dude perfect guys? Like, aren't they going to build a stadium? Yes. This oh. from Architects newspaper, oh. the dudes from Dude Perfect reveal plans for an Overland Partners designed headquarters anchored by 30-story trick shot tower. This oh. place looks pretty awesome. Wow. Five techs and gents of YouTube sports uh, re- reveal plans for a wild-looking $100 million headquarters slash entertainment destination. It looks That's wild. Like top golf on like or whatever you guys Top golf? You ever been there? Yes. I've never yeah. been to a top golf. Oh, 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 oh awesome. yeah. It's so or much drive fun. shack or whatever. Except you can do all kinds of stuff there, I'm, yeah. I would imagine. They have like weird games that you can play. It's very like interactive for people who don't like golf. Like you can you're like hitting fake targets and they have like um I don't know, they make video games out of it kind of in a way. Yeah. Yeah, and in I this bad it. boy, you could probably just chuck a football from the from the launch bay out there. Yeah, kick a soccer ball. They're gonna have to do some safety on that. There's gonna have to be a safety training course, I'm sure, for that place. <laughs> yeah, probably have to sign a waiver. Just walking in the door. Did you hear about this money that uh, Lionel Messi was offered? It takes a lot to get soccer into the podcast, but this was a large number. He uh, turned down 1.7 billion dollars. Um, he was offered 450 million dollars per year to play soccer i assume in their 130 degree conditions over there and he told them no thank you the running joke is that he refused to go because they sacrifice goats over there get it <laughs> we don't like that either 
<laughs> he is the goat, right? <laughs> you guys aren't going over there. We do enough of that on DraftKings every Sunday. We don't need <laughs> his his contract with PSG is up as of the thirtieth of June. He agreed formally to play for Inter Miami, but that's apparently not written in ink yet. Ooh. I found a a sweet graphic with all of his accomplishments. He's played one thousand twenty eight soccer games. That alone is crazy. I don't know how many miles they run. They run like 11 miles a game or something like that. 357 assists and 807 goals in a sport where the score is fucking two nothing all the time. Right. 807 goals is crazy. Moly. He's a selfish player. That's what that tells me. He doesn't like to give up the ball. Not a team guy. (laughs) What an a-hole. Over on... Is he related to Patrick Cantlay? Oh, Cantlay. No, can't. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I was trying to, I was going to push it, but no. Java had a stat on our, on one of our, uh, I don't know, like two episodes ago that he has scored in every minute of soccer play except for the first minute. I heard that. He wow. scored in like, <laughs> like the second minute of a game, the 37th minute of a game, the last minute of a game. We got to get him this first minute goal. That's a yes. I, that has to be the goal. I mean, pun intended. <laughs> that has to be the goal. <laughs> yeah, let's get the boys together and organize this thing. You know, when a guy's got two goals, the the boy starts setting them up so he can get the hat trick. We yeah. got to get Messi this this first goal in the in the first minute. That's we had nuts. Can you imagine? That'll be something to celebrate when it happens. We have to like. Go crazy, make it a big thing. They go bonkers for the soccer down there. Like uh what Brazil won the World Cup last time? I know oh, it, it was uh wasn't it Messi? Argentina Argentina, yes. There you go. Argentina. Yes. And it was just a sea of people. Yes. Just people and flags, as far as the eye could see, they didn't give a damn about COVID. Look like beautiful. Myrtle Beach in the in, in the mid of summer. Nice. we had some more nfl gambling consequences got some weird football stories here we'll start with the slightly normal one the fallout from the recent gambling scandals in the nfl continued as that colts cornerback was suspended for a year he's likely done in the national football league isaiah rogers this should be a lifetime ban he bet a thousand dollars on jonathan taylor's rushing yards not just his own sport, but his own team in his own team's building. That's a level of stupid you can't afford to have in your organization. Wow. That's like I casino. Mean, you're either in on it or you're so dumb that you don't understand it's happening. Either way, you got to go. I wonder if he drafted him first in his uh, fantasy league. Because I, I think I t- <laughs> he should have consulted us on this. I'd be like, no, dude, don't do that. That's a bad no. idea. No, it was a rough go. Take CMC. It was a rough go with old Jonathan Taylor last year. Uh, Um, Rashad Berry and Demetrius Taylor were also suspended from the Colts for a year. Best of luck in the USFL to them, wherever they end up selling cars. There was a championship. Did you see that? The stout, the Birmingham Stallions repeated. Oh my gosh. Crazy. That's crazy. So yep. yesterday. Wow. I was like, man, good for them. They're having a parade somewhere. Yep. 
Well, well, the Birmingham Stallions didn't have a parade last year, so they did it. Whined about it. <laughs> yep, I know. Uh, last time I asked Madison McMinn about that, she said, "No, no parade. They haven't had no parade." <laughs> did you know Peanut Tillman is an FBI agent? These criminals may not know it yet. They got a peanut allergy. If they run into Peanut, they are done for. While they're out there doing their crimes, he went to school, he took the training, and now he's a real life FBI agent, sort of like how Shaq is a sheriff or a deputy or whatever. Oh Whoa. God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You think he it. just gives it the old, like if you're a burglar and he's there, boom, pop it right <laughs> out of your hands? <laughs> he has punched 42 footballs out in his career. So say you got a, you got yourself a brick of cocaine, you're trying to run away with that. Oh. No. He's going to peanut punch that right out of your arms. Right. Firearm. I'm not sure how he'll handle a firearm. He'll probably just shoot you. Right. He's been trained in that as well. That's bad. That'd be Crazy. messed up. You're out there dealing your drugs and everything goes awry and you get arrested. You're like, You're like you, is that fucking peanut Tillman over there? <laughs> <laughs> guy's got a move named after him in the NFL. Can I have your autograph, bro? You guys don't even know. This guy was a legend. Yeah, we know. We know he did the internship. We're all we're all aware that he played in the NFL. Like call your buddies and they're like, uh, are you dude, are you drunk? Good news, bad news. I got busted, but I was at least arrested by an NFL great. So it could have been worse. Could have been Dog the Bounty Hunter. (laughs) Yikes. I think when you get caught by Dog the Bounty Hunter, it's less, oh wow, and it's more, oh fuck. Dog the bounty hunter. Am I on TV? Uh, that's oh. right, exactly. A and E. That's all I got. Go Christ, bruh. Go Christ, bruh. You need a smack? What an episode. South Park's electric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. You did an episode of the fan bus about sports movies last week, and I tried to watch some of basketball. It doesn't oh. quite hold up. It was. It had a moment, and that moment was in the 90s. And it was very thousands. I'm not sure. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a mushroom connoisseur. Uh, meanwhile, she's hanging out at psychedelic conferences and giving talks while his young wide receivers struggle to learn Nathaniel Hackett's complex football language. <laughs> Maybe they that? should microdose psilocybin. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> right? Oh my God. Oh. And he's still so smug about it, too, where he's like, you know. Oh yeah, that we had the conference. It went really well. And then he was talking about his stats and how awesome his stats were last year comparatively. So it must have been because of his hallucinogens. And I'm like, come on, bro. Oh, all I can all I can think of whenever I see him is the whole Owen Wilson line and wedding crashers. People say we only use 10% of our brains. I think we only use 10% of our hearts. Our hearts. That's all I I mean, he is. I just, every single show he's on, or love and gratitude. It's, are the Aaron or the Jets going to make the Super Bowl? It's like, okay, everybody on ESPN, let's let's talk about something else. Yeah. Let's let's calm down. Yeah. Yeah. This is in Denver, of course, the Psychedelics Conference. It's put out by a psychedelic advocacy group took place months after Colorado's voters decided to join Oregon in decriminalizing mushrooms, man. 
<laughs> well, it's a sign of growing cultural acceptance for substances that and that, you know, make you see stuff. It helps with post-traumatic stress disorder, they say, and alcoholism, they say. I don't know. I've known some alcoholics who also enjoyed mushrooms, and it didn't do a lot to slow their drinking down. Um, I just Rogers, have an awesome scenario in my brain. Like, if he's into microdosing, and he's, like, really getting down to earth with his teammates, and, like, what if there's a, some kind of episode where they're overdosed on their microdose, and they're, like having problems on the field that would be my personal super bowl that day whatever happened that would the be day awesome. aaron Rodgers accidentally macro dosed yeah like just ruined the whole team i would love is this that. any coincidence in the same year that the super mario brothers came out mm. that movie probably not <laughs> that was a big hit yes yeah, so i heard I the just... uh that mario world they built down there looks like Looks like the game. It looks like you'd feel as if you're walking around. Whoa! In the Mario, check universe. that out. I just watched that movie today. I'll, I'll I haven't lunch. seen it yet. Oh, you gotta, man! You gotta watch it. It's pretty good. Apparently, I've yeah, heard Robbie nothing but great it. reviews of it. <laughs> um, he spoke Wednesday night with podcaster Aubrey Marcus. He described his ayahuasca experience with his teammates as radically life-changing and claimed many other pro athletes have reached out to him. He said he found a deeper self love. <laughs> it unlocked that whole world of what I'm really here to do is connect to connect with those guys, make those bonds and inspire people that go to practice, dude. <laughs> there's a whole, there's like, a whole literally connect, like throw that ball and connect with somebody, please. <laughs> Back in my day, we used to go to the cafeteria and eat lunch together during camp. I don't, that's just me though. You know, right. <laughs> we'd lift weights, we'd go drink a protein shake and like, you know, yeah, that's just, you know, that was me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. AK was on the app state team that beat Michigan and he doesn't talk about it nearly enough. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I would open the show with, I would open every podcast with that. It would be in the introduction, maybe like the radio call of it. In case you happen to forget, oh, that that radio call is electric. I did get my rings back. My in laws had my my championship rings for a while because we had some remodeling done. So they're up in my closet. I gotta I gotta show you guys those sometime. They're pretty cool. Hell yeah! <laughs> but yeah, we didn't we didn't need any mushrooms for that. No, got yeah. it done just on grit and Gatorade. And boost uh, boost protein shakes at halftime with Snickers. Nice. Carbo Snickers. load. <laughs> oh, man. That Snickers ice cream bar. Not many things in the world are perfect, but a Snickers ice cream bar is perfect. Mm. It's the perfect ratio of everything. Gosh, I haven't had one of those in a while. A Would you power cream? rank that at the top? Oh, I've man. never seen, I've never had a Snickers ice cream bar and not immediately wanted another Snickers ice cream bar. Yeah. Mm. It out it outranks the classic, timeless spanning generations drumstick, in my opinion. Yep. You know, although there's a mini drumstick out there that's like two and a half inches tall, and you can just pop it in. The one bite drumsticks, you get every aspect of the drumstick in one bite. Lots to be said for that. That's a slippery slope. That is a slippery slope. Yeah, you buy that box and you say, "Oh, twenty. That's a lot. I won't eat all those." You nope. will. <laughs> This is great. I could just have one of these. Or five. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you're doing math. How many of these would equal one bowl of ice cream? Right. Really? I could probably have seven. Could I just stuff some of these on the bowl of ice cream? 
Maybe. Ooh, eat one real size drumstick yet, so I'll just have exactly. a couple. Exactly. Should they four, should they have called those wings instead of drumsticks? The Nestle <laughs> wings. I mean, come on. God, That's good. So <laughs> That's good. Or nuggets. Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. He's full of those. You know, if Aaron <laughs> Rodgers were here, he'd tell you to go to Cannon Bloom Pharmacy for your natural relief. They'll help you find exactly what you're looking for, even if you don't know what you're looking for. I was just there the other day. It's looking nice. They're doing a remodel. The epoxy floor is done. They got some painting done. They're going to do a big old bash for the first Packers game. We're going to be down there. I don't know. Doing stuff. We'll have microphones. We'll be giving stuff away. I'm sure something like that. Go to Cannabloom Pharmacy with an F.com and enter code PSR to get 10% off your purchase today. I bet if you go in there, 2770 Sumner Street in Hartford, you'll probably get more than 10% off and you'll make some new friends. That's what happened to us, anyways. Angela's friends with them now, too. She's down there designing shit for them. It's all interwoven. You find yeah. good people and you work with them, right? Love that. Absolutely. Connection. I like to keep it as local as possible. Agreed. That's a that's a producer Chris trait. He likes to. He's all about shaking hands and breaking bread with people. If he can't have lunch with you, he's not interested. No, <laughs> he I does, can't look. I gotta look you in the eye. He does. I don't think you can. You don't know a person until you eat with them. Is basically your theory. Like yeah. if you that's a good with theory. your mouth open, you're out or what? <laughs> no, I mean you can have actual conversation. Yeah, people like discuss things. Yeah, they're <laughs> eating food. Yeah. It's a good theory. It's a good theory. Absolutely. I agree. I have one more thing. People always say, never play the slots at the airports. It's what everybody tells you. Nobody ever wins at the airport, right? Well, not so fast. It did happen. Harry Reid International Airport has confirmed that one, quote, lucky player, I guess, didn't want to use their name. I wouldn't either. Won $1.3 million while playing the Wheel of Fortune Triple Double Emeralds game at the Terminal 1 Esplanade. Every time I hear the word Esplanade, I think of Tony uh, Soprano. I've never heard anybody <laughs> else say Esplanade besides yeah. the Soprano. <laughs> totally. Did you know slot machines at Harry Reid have brought in over a billion dollars in their 36 years of existence? On average... Machines at the airport generated $39.8 million in gross revenue per year, said the company in a press release. The airport received about $34.4 million of those funds. Then why is it all fucked up at the airport if you're getting all this money? Oh, my God. This just in. We have decided to open and launch a line of airport casino games. Uh, be on the lookout for your nearest airport for us to have a line of... <laughs> was it yeah. on Bobby Bonilla Day? Please tell me it was on Bobby Bonilla Day. Right. No, I think it was before that. <laughs> oh no, that would have been awesome. Wow. The real question is: Do you get on the plane, or do you take some of that 1.3 million back to well, Vegas? I'm going to interject because I happen to know somebody who hit big on a slot, and oh. you're you're not allowed to leave. The Nevada Gaming Commission or whatever gaming commission has to come. They have to verify, shut down the machine, do all this stuff. And you have to, they have to send somebody. So if they can, you can, you're not allowed to leave until they can send somebody to do all the official shit. That it's over 1500 that you, they need your social. And then it's over like 10 grand where they have to actually break the machine down. This well, it's all a ruse. Playing again. I know. I've hit, I, I've hit a, 
I've hit a big one before. I know somebody Ooh. who won like $750,000 and they had to stay overnight in the nearby hotel and they were not allowed to leave or they forfeit their money until the next day when. Yeah, they come and break the machine down. Whoever it was had to come and get it done. So I think it depends on who's available, but I'm just saying. So it's yeah. all a ruse for you to miss your flight. Yep. Right. This is Don Nichols. If you hit like a 625. Six hundred twenty-five thousand dollar jackpot. They they want you. Yeah, you're gonna kick it for a minute. Right. They'll give wow. you. They will give you casino credits up front. Yeah. Oh, right. Please. Oh, yeah. And they'll comp your room. Send them all. Yep. I'm sure they will. Yep. Here, there's this one over here. You can go. There's. You can go wait in this waiting room over here. Oh, look at that. There's seventeen more slot machines. Just give. Yeah. Just give them a test run. What do you say? Right. Yeah. <laughs> On the house. Wet yeah. the beak. Just wet we the beak. We got your little Sorry. players card here. Got you loaded up. Yeah, credits. Just swipe it and go. No need for chips. None of that. Keep those numbers digital so they don't seem real. And exactly. just burn that thing to the ground. You did it once. You could do it again. I mean, come on. Exactly. You're great. At, you're great at this. <laughs> you're a natural. The finger motion is unmatched. Can I bring you a drink or five? Have you ever seen these slot tournaments? It's just rows of old people hammering that button as fast as they can for I don't the, know how long. With as many yeah. trolls as they can get lined up on that machine, yeah. they bring other little good luck charms. They hit them like, <laughs> oh man, I do that. Guy. Like patterns too of like, oh, I'm gonna bet this much, then I'm gonna bet this much. And if it's a place like in Wisconsin, we have the ones where you hit the button, but you can also still pull the handle on some of them. And then I'm gonna pull the handle this time, and then I'm gonna bet yep. this much, and then I'm gonna spin. It's like crazy, crazy. Step into this dark room. Aaron Rodgers will be here in a few minutes. He's uh he's gonna bring some of his psychedelics, and we're just gonna let you guys have a party in there. Love, whole, love, love. Like the gambling machines at bars is a whole. It's its own economy. Oh yeah. Mm. People walking up to the bar like, hey, I just want two hundred bucks, and then you get your two hundred dollars. I don't know what the legalities of it are, but I know how much is Golden Tea brought back in back and forth. How oh much has Golden Tea brought in over the At years? At least a billion. <laughs> At least a billion. Well, 58.20. That's all you get. That's all I got. AK, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely saved the day. Came in from the beach to talk sports with us. What Man, a guy. Would not miss it. Would not miss <laughs> it. Love this show. Love you guys. This is this is a great opportunity. I appreciate y'all inviting me on and our show. So Awesome. They got a great show over there, too. Go subscribe to the Millie Goats podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Downloads and reviews do mean a lot. I'm counting them every day. I look at them like a little plant I have that I water. Uh, <laughs> go over to PatriotsForceNow.com for all of our latest goings on. Follow us at PSRNTWK on the Twitter. Or type Patriot Sports into the search bar. Till next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. 
Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time. 